The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. to the real pod this is your reality tv and real life new zealand recap reality tv recap real life in new zealand podcast new zealand. is that the log line yes. Yeah. yeah yes close enough i'm jane Yee. i'm joined by duncan greve and alex casey of the spin-off oh is that a big Rick. touring yeah. we've got, got big ends today i'm, wow. I'm rocking a yeah, 500 milli and a little booch as well who knows sorry. what's going to happen to my insides today probably toilet <laughs> Very toilet. <laughs> is it half a litre of Red Bull? Yes. Tina. Yes. Has got half a litre of full strength Blue V. I feel like of all wow. the drinks, the Blue V is the most not okay. <laughs> Thoughts? Tina's eyes are crossing and she's had like one sip. Also, what disturbs me the most is how the can is blue, but the drink is nay. <laughs> That's pretty norm. It's, well, why is it blue then? Well, hang on. What, what's what are you? No, we're getting distracted. We're getting distracted. Oh, very distracted. I think we should do an energy oi, oi, me, homie. Yeah. Bring it, bring yeah, it in. Bring it in. Okay, okay, la la. Okay. Okay. Get back in the room. Okay. So, uh, very, very big thanks to Minandos for um, bringing us here. <laughs> Minandos. <I can't> <laughs> I can't talk today. My homies. You guys go. My you homies do it. At I'm Menandos. out. Okay. We, we went to Nando's yesterday. Oh, we had a fancy feast. It's, it's so good. Just if you can in your life go to Nando's with Nando's, they just, they literally fill your table. You're at a booth mm. and the table is, it's the size of a table and there's just no room for, there's, it was at capacity. It was at, it was at capacity. We had Go. the old veggie patties, we had the new veggie patties, we had halloumi wraps, we had halloumi on its own, we had peri-peri, they had a um, espatada. Espatada. And don't forget the cheesy bread and oh, it was one of the Jesus. best brews yeah. I've had in a long, long With time. The crispy, crispy sheen on the top. Crispy sheen, the kind of ooze. Mm. But ooze. Eight for, I'm going to say an hour. <laughs> like just yeah, solidly consistently solid? I don't remember talking No I don't remember doing much Apart from just Eating a lot of cheese And then I had halloumi burgers When I got home Would you believe it So yeah God knows God knows what's going on With me right now <laughs> Hey Alice Can you just lower your microphone Because all I can see When you're chatting into it Is just your microphone <laughs> This weird perspective That's better to our Thanks. new listeners who are flooding in in the in the threes, Jane uh, lives in Los Angeles, so we communicate over Skype. That might not be clear due to our seamless editing technology. 
Um, but I'm really missing home when you talk about Nando's. That makes it really hard. It's probably like the, the thing that I miss the most, um, apart from you guys, is Nando's. In fact, when you come, to be fair, when you come back, probably yeah, Nando's first, then you guys. Mm, what about nice. when you first land, we'll just pick you up from the airport and straight to Nando St. Luke's. Yeah. Okay. That's a deal. Uh, okay. We're going to start off with some real news. I'll do the little stingy, stingy, stingy. Here we go. And in the realest real news that ever there was, Alex Casey, you have the floor. Okay. Cornies. I have a a Lucina style bombshell to drop on all of you. I have been keeping a secret for the past <gasps> few weeks. <laughs> I am the mole. <laughs> no, I'm not a mole, but in a sense, I kind of am becoming one. Um, so my news is the realest news of all that I am leaving the spinoff and thus the real pod in April. Um, for probably the only opportunity I would give all of this up for, which is a job at Warner Brothers New Zealand working on their reality television shows. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if we're going to lose you to, to anyone, it has to be to be making the very thing that we like to, to talk get, about. To get inside the world and see it all and... Hopefully, fuck it all up from 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 inside the bowels, <laughs> just like the kombucha. <laughs> you will be yeah. our Scoby. Okay. <laughs> and I am a Scoby who signed many, many, many confidentiality agreements. So I hope that uh, moving forward, we will all respect those. <laughs> but yes, it was obviously a, an insanely difficult decision to make, and. The sticking point, I mean, there's a lot of things that I will miss and I, I start to get upset even talking about it now, but um, the real pod was the sticking point for me, was the thing that I was like, how could I possibly give this all up and give up, you know, talking to you two each week? Because Lord knows I'm not going to talk to you after this. No, no. <laughs> that's, that's in the agreement. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, being able to yarn with all the cornies. But I'll still be in the corner and... and some parts, will, abide. some parts will continue to exist. Yeah. So Jane and I had a talk in private and um, about how to replace Alex. And we talked for quite a while. And it was quite emotional. And we decided that we, we got to thinking that she was irreplaceable. Mm. And so we are going to lay the real pod down for a big sleep. <laughs> Wow, that's really dramatic. This actually feels like its own reality show, doesn't it? Like the conversations I've had in the past few weeks, literally pulling people aside, <laughs> stealing them for a second, slowly staggering the news. Are you doing some in the moments, just with a I do some in the moments, just in the mirror, in the How toilet. How much fart lighting have you done? Eh? Fart lighting? Oh. I suppose it is gaslighting. It's its own special version of gaslighting, isn't it? <laughs> Original gaslighting. That would have been a great headline. Jesus. When, when, Alex, when Alex told me she rang me and I was in Target, if you're not familiar with Target, it's like, like, kind of like the Kmart of, um, of the US. And I was looking around the Valentine section and my heart broke right there. And oh. after we got, I got off the phone, 
And I was super chill on the phone. Alex, I was like, yeah, you're oh, so amazing. You. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And then I sat down on some patio furniture inside Target under the fluorescent lights and bawled my eyes out oh, like a baby. <laughs> but I'm okay. I've been that. through all the stages <laughs> of grief and I've come to acceptance. Very mm. happy for Alex. Really sad about the pod. Um, but as Duncan said, we can't replace Alex and... The, well, okay. We yeah. certainly can't go no, on. No, we can't no, do a duo, duo pod. Um, look, sorry, this is just chaos. I don't know what's going Duncan's on. Duncan's just disappeared. <laughs> Duncan's just disappeared. I think like crazy. It's over for Duncan and he's gone. <laughs> and this is why we can't do a duo pod because Duncan will just get up and leave. <laughs> he's just gone. The emotional <laughs> climax of that whole conversation is just off. <laughs> Fucking around with cords. The doors. It's wide like we're in a rose ceremony and one of the finalists is just gone. <laughs> I need to. I just need to step out for a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, been a lot we, of emotions. There's been a lot of crying, but I'm I'm also extremely excited. And I hope that uh, the cordies out there will understand why I've made this decision. And um, who knows what the future holds? You know, it's yeah. And I think, and I hope the cornies also understand, and I think they will why Duncan and I can't carry on just on our own, and why we couldn't get someone else in. Like the real pod is. It's it's. Three, it's us three, and without uh, without Alex, it's just it's it's nothing at all. So it just it's it's you notice it whenever there's two of us that there's always something missing. So the third person, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know, like like the, 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 figuratively and literally. Okay. Um, and so yeah. Anyway, we, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna. The great thing is that the timing of it means that we get to. Ride the bachelorette mm-hmm. to its conclusion, and um, and then just you know, lay lay down for a sleep. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. What what we would like is for the cornies to carry on doing their thing in the corner, though. Like I'll still be in there. Alex will still be in there. Duncan, maybe you'll come back to Facebook. Who knows? But you know, <laughs> the corner can has become a beast of its own. This is if you're new around here. This is all probably very weird. Uh, but we have a Facebook group <laughs> called Real Pod Corner. If you're new, probably don't bother joining now. Don't worry about it. All the good ones no. are in there. Do join. It's do join. No, do join. Whatever. Up I, to want, you. I want the corner to outlast us all. It's the best place to talk about all. reality TV in, in the country. Fuck all those secret stuff and Herald and bullcrap. Ours is the best. Whoa. <laughs> well, nah. it is. It's independent, right? It's independent. It's independent. It's got no <laughs> ties. independent media. Apart from the Alex Casey. Now the Alex yeah. Casey. Divided, Alex divided oh, loyalties, there are, Casey. There are the moles. Oh, there's some shit going on in there. (laughs) Mole Central. Anyway, let's get on with what we do, arguably, do best. Uh, Here we go. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. And just as we sweep into this, I'd just like to say, uh, Alex, in the words of the wise sage Liam, at the end of the day... At the end of the day, you've got to put um, numero uno first. So I think that's what you're doing. Um, and we are with you on this 100%. That was Standing TV. That, can this, I say, that, this, this makes us sound like a proper radio show, you doing stuff like that, Jane. I know. I know. And I'm just going to put this out there. 10, 20 years from now, I think we should have a show on, like, coast. 
You know, you know how everyone's getting pushed up yeah. the ranks, yeah. and there's going to be some spots to fill. The hits is too much. Maybe yeah. the breeze. The breeze, breeze would work. And you can bring yeah. all of those your stings and your I knowledge. Can bring my and, um, yeah, be great. Imagine that. Imagine that. Okay, I'm not dwelling though. I'm not dwelling. Okay. Let's do okay. the thing. That's the <laughs> Let's start with the other sad news of the week. Um, Max gone home. Uh, oh. Yeah, look, it, it was that was the end of Mac. He um, he was barely on the show. He I, he did some cool moves. He did some cool dance moves before he went. Yeah. Um, he also didn't seem to be too cut up to leave, which was he, quite nice. He actually didn't realise that he didn't get a rose. Like he 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 didn't realise he'd been eliminated <laughs> right away. Uh, but well, when he did. When he did realise, um, he gave his little expert speech and he said he gave it his all, which was great. He was there in Argentina for about two and a half hours. Um, and then he did a wee dab. And he did do a dab. Strong went off dab. into the night. Strong dab. Unlike nice Logan, dab. he didn't feel the need to subtitle it orally by saying dab while Excuse he did me? the dab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just low-key. <laughs> um, our good friend, Tavita... Oi oi, me homies. Your boy's off to hospitable, aka hospital. Um, possible hernia, bro. Possible hernia, bro. Not possible. He's self eliminated. Uh, so this was at the end of the. Was this at the very. just before the basketball game? Before the basketball game? Uh, After the basketball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, he wasn't no, playing no, b-ball no, with no, that no. hernia, bro. <laughs> oh, no, he was at home. Game. He, oh, yeah, okay, anyway. He was just at home going crazy. I thought, I thought like, that to, to, you know, the whole, like, the more I watch it, the more I'm obsessed with my, you know, it's not a mansion, it's prison theory, mm-hmm. and the, the deck is the exercise yard, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, the, the, the bedrooms are the cells and so on. And <laughs> he couldn't really use the exercise yard. Like, he just couldn't do anything. And I think there's just enough stimulation and just enough promise of uh, stimulation to, to keep them sane in their uh, in their prison. And but for Tavita, just knowing that like, he's clearly quite an athletic guy, and the fact that he couldn't do that, and he knew that his range of things that he could get up to, like it would have been actually mentally quite a difficult thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm sure that what he said about about his mother is true, and it was it was very sweet of him but just the 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 fact that they just cooped up in that place it's it's so different to the traditional mansion setup and they've just they've been there for so long now yeah and i assume they don't have phones and stuff no phone yeah, no screen. No, have you no seen phones. a screen the whole time apart from a they've, gopro i've never seen a screen do you know what i think it's really true when they say you don't know what it's, what you've got till it's gone i i mean i already miss them Oh, I huge realize blow. like what mm. he's brought to the show. Just yeah. the greatest little sayings in the yeah. greatest tone. And mm. I'm so sad that he's gone. Are you as sad as Jesse, who was standing there just sort of yes. weeping yeah. silently yeah, I by am. the door? I am. I loved I the am. emotional kind of almost like midsummer style ritual where they all, he all walked through like the boys <laughs> in like a long <laughs> kind of shack. What's that thing where you build the house and you dance through it? <laughs> do you do it like a wedding? 
You know that thing? I don't, I know under, the thing. under the under the arch under the, type thing. Under the arches, yeah. yeah. And he's like, oi, oi, just trying to get through with the suitcase. <laughs> and the boys oi, are just oi. the boys are beside themselves. That's the culture. That's the culture. So the culture. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about this. The the, the MVP uh, of this week was definitely the culture, which we touched on. Well, we didn't touch on. I mean, we laboured on it last week, but there was nothing compared to uh, to how bigger player the culture was this week uh it was like a burrito night of horror um <laughs> things really things really escalated um between the the old crew and the new crew at the burrito shop i found that like that some of the most riveting and like uh i don't know that that felt like a moment mm. like, like they like in terms of like evolving New Zealand masculinity and language and just the the way that men interrelate. Like there was just so much in it. And the fact, like it was clearly shot on a GoPro, potentially by one of them, because um, it, it felt unmediated. It didn't feel mm. like they were uh, aware of, of their surroundings to the same extent. And they were drunk enough drunk to kind of let it all rip. Mm-hmm. Uh, just drunk enough to be coherent ish. Yeah. It was. It was like, and and I lo- I thought the edit was extraordinary. Like the fact that they just let it play, because it was it was that good, and it was it was it was a real it was a real tone deviation from the this the sort of jokey voiceovery mm. rest of the se- series. But man, it was fascinating stuff. Mm. Mm. It was really poor interesting. George. Oh, poor George, stuck in the middle, just holding right his there. head in his hands. But Terence as well. You know, Terence had a hard time with it. There, there's um. There's these the old crew. It was the whole thing was spearheaded by Liam and Jesse, and but it's Tavita. And Tavita, well, Tavita was just sitting there like with the barbs, you know, like he was just like, mm. oi oi, you know. <laughs> um, but you know, interestingly, Terence then comes in as like defending the new guys, or at least just like slamming the whole idea of this ridiculous exchange. Mm. But fuck, it was so good. Like it was just. Amazing television, not even shot as you say, probably by production. Mm. Just some dudes in a burrito shop with their GoPros making like some of the best television our country's ever seen. And then Michael Frood from Dargaville <laughs> tries to wait in, tries to wait in. What did he well, say? Yeah, I think the... this, this program's about who's the weakest, weakest link, and uh, <laughs> you're showing us how it can be the weakest link. Or something. Take a no, big the, grasp. The, the person, take a big grasp of fresh air. <laughs> the person who's losing the plot the most is the weakest link. That's what he said. <laughs> so the weakest link will go home, and the person who's losing the plot the most is the weakest link. <laughs> oh my god! I loved it. So good. So good. I loved it. And um, then the beautiful chaser, the avocado, the shot of avocado. Like that we all chaser? needed straight to the heart. <laughs> okay, so this was the yeah. Dude. This is the other big the other big drama was. Um, he, did Elliot have to go to the hospital? Like, what, what just happened? <laughs> no, he, he, they, they took him anyway, didn't they? they, they sort of. Basically or was that he, just a shot of an ambulance? Like, I don't mm. know if that was actually real. He, like, he was eating a burrito, and this is after all the shit's gone down. He's eating a burrito, and then he's like, this doesn't have avocado in it. We just hear the audio. This doesn't have avocado in it, does it? And they're like, oh, yeah, it does. And then he goes, shit, I'm allergic to avocado. And then we he, he hear, says, "Take me, take me to the hospital. One teaspoon of avocado will kill me." Okay, a few things, right? <laughs> so, if you're that allergic to avocado, I don't feel like you just chow into a burrito, which has got like, 
what yeah. some kind of high double digit percentage of the burrito population yeah. has avocado in it. <laughs> somewhere below 50, somewhere above 15. But you know, you, you want to take precautions. Secondly, my, my daughter, my 10 year old daughter Robin, claims an allergy to cinnamon. It's not an allergy. She just had some once and got a bit sick for completely unrelated reasons and now do doesn't like it. I don't know if, like, if you look up avocado, is, this is not a common allergy. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, just saying. You're allergy just, shaming. I I, I'm, no, I'm not allergy shaming. I'm just allergy questioning, which Here's is fine. Thing. I There's don't think he's allergic to avocado. I think he just doesn't like it. <laughs> I think I think you might be right. I feel like if someone has like got a proper allergy, like something's going to kill them, they're going to go into anaphylaxis. They probably don't really have the chance to stop and ask if the thing they've already eaten is the thing that they shouldn't eat because it's going to kill them in like two seconds. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm 100% sure that will be corrected on this. But anyway, this is just my general vibe. <laughs> This is my Dr. Jane take on it, you know? This this show is about general vibes. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> luckily Richie was there to rescue his um, Great Lakes buddy. Yeah, yeah. Made, made him ch throw up, which we heard, you know, we heard the gagging and the retching, which was nice. And then, um, and then Lily came down and gave Elliot like a, an, a rose, an early rose? Yes. Yeah. No. An early rose for the following. A rose. Was so it? he didn't have to oh, go to the rose ceremony. So he didn't ceremony. go to the ceremony, yeah. which was it? So hang on, was the burrito thing before the rose ceremony? Like, as in, did, did they go that... back into a rose ceremony that night that after night? they were completely like can't stand Actually, out? Actually, they must have because well, at least they made it look like that because I opened with the most amazing line: "Elliot has had an allergic reaction to an avocado, and he has left in an ambulance." So that must be the same night. That's bananas. Not, no, they were hammered. They were hammered. They, they were, were absolutely sand. toasted. <laughs> Anyway, okay, I don't know. The timelines, I don't know. We're all drunk. It's fine. We're yeah, all drunk and eating true. avocado and who knows what's going on. Um, another fun thing I want to talk about before we go and break down our men one by one is um, the game of truth or dare. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Uh, would you? Okay, I'm going to ask a pair of you. Yes. Would you rather have visible farts mm -hmm. or burps that smell like poop? Pass me the toilet paper, must eat it. Or would you rather, or, or would you rather eat it? Steve was too keen to eat that toilet paper. I'm sorry. He didn't he even hear the ready. end of the question. No, he's like, give it to me. But that is a very easy eat. It's kind of an interesting question. Like, I wanted to hear some bloody discourse. Yeah, not only that, but what a weird thing to be like, that I can't answer that, it's going to put me in too much of a position. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'll like, does the man... <laughs> yeah, totally. Absolutely not. I don't want to have that on my record. <laughs> like, what a funny hill to die on. And then, to, and then he, yeah, he chowed into the toilet paper. Is he... he loved it. But just feel... also, what a child. Like, Liam, this is my yeah. opener. Yeah, this is what... <laughs> I've been thinking about this all day, and I can't figure it out. We're going to go to Steve on this one. No, so what it was, I think, is that they, they, um, they must have all put them in a... In a hat or something because they were they, there were specific truths or dares that came out for specific <coughs> people so i feel like they everyone made a contribution i don't know um, it's, it sounds like a wild secret santa kind of mess but it's all i know is that though, right? elliot, elliot <laughs> did a know. dirty walk <laughs> yeah, elliot was just like, 
as soon as they said nude, he, he was just, he, and he was, a, it wasn't a nudie like, walk, it was a nudie <laughs> saunter, you know? But that's also he not true. Strolled. That's not a deer. That's not a deer when it comes to Elliot. That's just his, yeah. that's every day. A deer for Elliot would be like wearing clothes around a pool or yeah, something. For a whole that day. That would be much harder. Um, <laughs> Richie says Aaron is the most entitled douche. And then he said because he's got it written on his chest. And he's got AMOG tattooed on his chest. I didn't realise he had the AMOG tattooed on his chest. Huge reveal. It was crazy. So um, it also looked kind of like it was done by the same tattoo artist who did um, Jesse's foot tattoo. It's just like this very – oh, no, hang on. That was Lily, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's likely. <laughs> what do you What do you reckon about um, the the uh, Aaron Ritchie beef? Is Ritchie in particular anti-Aaron? Well, I, I feel like he – because all of the rest of them have got sort of historic reasons, but he was sort of inserting himself into it. That was like voluntarily sliding into the, the – like I thought that was quite – there's two things one I think that the fact that he's got AMOG written on his chest is an easy reason for Richie mm. to like not have to put out anyone else down because someone who's got AMOG tattooed on their chest is basically like a self-described douchebag so he's like you've got it on your chest therefore I'm going to say it's kind of like an easy answer secondly I just think he's, he likes winding Aaron up because he's so territorial about Lucina and clearly so uncomfortable anytime Lucina has any kind of interaction with another dude that and and he sees I think Mike knows Aaron sees Mike as a threat and so he kind of plays with him a little psychologically but, but don't Just you likes. think it f it felt like it had an edge like there was a way to do that where it was just just jokes with with the homies <laughs> but it didn't feel that way I didn't even clock that. I just assume everyone's talking like that about Aaron the whole time. <laughs> well, I think everyone is talking about that like that about Aaron because everyone hates him. Like, and they've they've voiced that. They're like, yeah. is the no hate one, like, towards Aaron warranted? Like, I don't know because I'm not from in the what house. We've, what, from yeah, from what we've seen, I mean, because I find it kind of like I don't mind Aaron. I don't get why he's the most hated guy in the world. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like him for what we've seen on screen, but I don't think he deserves to be the sort of, it's borderline bullying, the the level of animosity and the, the intensity of it versus he's just done, done a few sort of dick move things. He, he doesn't really respect the culture, especially he's for not one of the original the culture. guys. And I, honestly, I have to disagree with you. I think like if there's one thing that everyone's there for, it's the culture. And so if you don't respect the culture of the mansion... <laughs> Of the two-bedroom, sixteen-bunk mansion, <laughs> then I'm sorry, you've got you, you deserve what's coming at you. Um, also, I think he is kind of a dick. I think he, I think he's, uh, I think he's, I think him telling Lucina about Steve smoking, and I feel like there's a few other little things, little things he's. I think he's like throwing people under the bus left, right, and centre. I don't think the smoking I don't know if we're thing it all. was throwing someone under the bus. I think it was answering the, the question. The piece to camera. So, I mean, the, the main evidence for the evidence for the prosecution is mm. Steve smoking, the 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 little you know the uh, GoPro incident where he he sort of went at Logan and Jesse and uh, uh, Magic Mike, and then the interrupting Steve when he already had a rose. Oh, those that's are the right. those are the key incidents. 
I, I think that collectively, they're, if I was to characterize them, I think he's just a bit, bit of a like dim bulb. Like he just doesn't know about timing and you know doesn't really think that hard before he does something. And then you can see mm. he destroys himself. You know, he was like, why do I keep doing this? And he had that real breakdown yeah. um, in one of the exercise yards. And like he, so I don't think it's like, it's, it's a more of a sin of omission than commission kind of thing. Like he's just bumbling into being an idiot. But the way that they're attacking him, it feels, it just feels beyond the, oh, he's just keeps doing stupid things to like, he's evil. Mm, mm. And I think a lot of the, the motivation of that is that from Aaron making these mistakes is that I genuinely believe that he really, really, really likes Lucina, right? Yeah. Like, and that's also quite important because as, as the show tries to get us to forget, this is the Bachelorette mm. <laughs> and that does kind of matter. And I don't, I kind of, I love like how he's like jealous and territorial. Like I'm like, I love that. Sign me up. If I was Lucina, I'd be into that. <laughs> Sorry, I just need I need to rewind for a second because I've just like had a brain fart. Um, was it Richie who said that Aaron was yeah. an entitled douchebag? Not Mike. Yeah. yeah oh, so no, no, Mike would never. Mike oh, doesn't talk. Oh, when I presented that argument before, oh, oh I look, need to it's take okay. that back. You I was talking be about right Mike very often on this podcast. Oh. God, none of that would have made any sense. Why did you guys not stop me? I was ranting like a maniac. No, I thought you meant Richie. Richie knows that... Mike is a threat, therefore he's pushing Aaron because he knows Aaron feels threatened. That's how. Oh my god, I don't even know. I don't even know what show I'm watching anymore. I'm sorry. We've been here so long. (laughs) Once again, I say, grow up, Peter Pan. I need to take this seriously. Uh, okay, um, let's let's get into let's get into our guys. Um, Elliot, our friend with the with the many many grow up Peter Pans, um, allergic to avocado. Uh, what else? Post moves. Do we know or care about? He's quite, quite. He's better at basketball than most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a rose for that, which I thought I was kind of surprised that um, that Lily popped the rose on him. She didn't yeah. pop it straight Certainly away. She gave, she, she she gave it to him the next day or something, didn't she? No, or did it was, she give it, was it to a, him after the basketball. Yeah, and he was kind of a bit weird about it. He was like, "Oh, can you make sure that the boys can see this?" You know? Oh yeah. I was worried oh, he was yeah. going to lose it. I mean, I think he's just like making hay while the sun shines because he knows that he's he's not going to be there at the end, is he? Oh, absolutely not. Okay, no. um, Michael Michael F. Our um our Kumara Garoa. Again, not on the show much this week. Had that great line in the burrito bust up. And then was there anything <laughs> else? Um he said he had some one on one time with Lucina at one point and said that he was just really struggling and couldn't really get a word in and didn't really know where he fit and that <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to Richie. Who uh who ate an egg in public. And Alex, I I know you were a big fan of Richie and I want to know because as soon as I saw him just sitting there noshing down on a, a hard-boiled, I thought, Alex Casey will be having none of this. Is the no, dream over? No. no, it's over. It's Richie, over? I'm not, I'm not interested. <laughs> Stop trying to get in touch with me. <laughs> a public egg on a balcony on television while everybody is looking at you. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street for me. <laughs> I had a private egg this morning, actually. Yeah, just downstairs. What I form? Am... Hard boil? Oh, 
Out of the fridge. Yum. What do you mean downstairs? Downstairs. At downstairs at your house. <laughs> yeah. Or downstairs. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you meant at kind or something. <laughs> Weird. Hey, so Alex, I'm, I'm sure we talked about this at the time of the the public egg discussion, the original public egg discussion. But I, as I was watching the show with my husband. And I saw Rich eating the egg. I like leaped out of my seat and was like, oh, public egg. How about public egg? It's Alex's worst. And I'm like feverishly typing away. And he, and he was like, what What are you talking about? And then I got angry at him for not listening to our podcast and remembering every mm. single conversation we've ever had. Uh, and then I explained to him about the egg thing. And then he was like, what about, is it just is it just hard-boiled eggs or can like you can't handle someone eating like scrambled eggs on toast or Scrambled eggs is fine. Like okay. McMuffin? cafe style. McMuffin's fine. Hard boiled egg is the top. Like that's the one that I'm like, mm-mm. And, what are egg um, and soldiers? That's private. <laughs> <laughs> this is honestly one of your best and weirdest theories. Like that's the private, private egg. That's private because of the dipping. <laughs> what, for a whole different thing? I think the dipping motion is too much for a public display. Why? But Eggs Benedict is fine. <laughs> I don't think Eggs oh. Benedict is fine for, like, the, the sauce is too much. No, the sauce covers it up. <laughs> oh, so that makes it private. It makes it's it like a hoodie. Yeah, it's like a shroud. Okay, what happens like though when you shroud. cut? You cut into your eggs, Benny, and then you get a little dry, you left, you've got a little dry corner piece of toast, and you dip mm. that. Can you dip that or can you well, not dip that? Well, I wouldn't be that? doing that. No, but if if I was in your company and we and I was like, are you okay, Alex? I know this is a sensitive area. Are you okay if I order an egg spinner and you're like, go for it? But then I dip my toast into the egg yolk. Okay, are we, be are we still friends? I think it'd be okay if you only did it once. No, but if you, you kept do it doing it. Well, that's Caesar salad. Uh, that's okay if it's kind of hidden. <laughs> Egg but if sandwiches? It's like full on, lots of e- no. It's the egg sandwiches. That's my sick. That it's like hard boiled egg. Egg sandwiches is the next worst. Really? What? What? Joel what can only make you... them when I'm like on holiday. Like he's what not allowed. It's not when you in the go house. when you go to a funeral and there's just fucking I just, egg sandwiches I don't everywhere. Go. I don't go. I don't care. I don't care who's died. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is huge. I think you need to write the sliding scale so we can get a full understanding of this egg situation yeah like for your benefit for our benefit for everyone's benefit deviled eggs I've never seen them in real life and I'm constantly living in fear (gasps) that someone's gonna bring deviled eggs scotch egg scotch perfect perfect cover sausage meat cold sausage meat (laughs) and then an extra layer of breadcrumbs inside a cheeky sneaky (laughs) hard-boiled no see that that's so like it could be on. anything. Could be it's anything. It could just be a baseball side sausage. It's the deception. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> but you don't like it when they don't deceive either. No, I, I think you need like to do. It. You've got some thinking to do. <laughs> I don't like. All do you that. think that? Do you think that Warner Brothers would let you just carry on a little podcast where we just talk about the just eggs, just ten minutes a week? I'd say so. The I egg discussion. So. There's many other avenues that we can pursue together, I think. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, back to um, who are we talking about? Oh, of course, Richie. 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 (laughs) Saved. Can I I just, can I say something about Richie? Yeah. I was was wrong. (laughs) Last week when I denounced him and I didn't have enough material and I've had a lot of, I've done a lot of thinking over the past week and I've come to conclude that I'm just threatened by Richie. And uh, 
I'm, I'm big enough to admit it. And so, Rich here, I know you're listening. I apologize. <laughs> your, your pants are fine. Your career is fine. You're a cool, good-looking guy. <laughs> and I just think, I, I, I think, I, yeah, look, I'm on the wrong side of 40. I see a young, virile man like you <laughs> go-getting, you know, just living the life that's lost to me now. Yeah, that's what I, um, You're jealous. I just, you know. You could start wearing a hat. He's I can't wear up. a hat. Have you seen how old I am? Hey, he's a little cat. Fuck, if I wore a hat, it would be Speaking like, remember that, that scene in Peep Show when Mark tries to go through the underpass? And those kids on BMXs come out. That would ha- that's what would happen to me, except the world would be the kids on BMXs. Clean shit. <laughs> hey, you know how you know how can we just with 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 Richie when he um he tried on a pair of drop crotches after the Great Milk incident, uh, and it changed his life. Guess what, guys? No. Well, where's oh. your crotch? <laughs> it's dropped. It's dropped right on out of there. I'm wearing a drop crotch jumpsuit. I've got very short legs. The crotch is basically mid-calf. Yeah. <laughs> I look like a clown. Yeah. But God, that. it's I love that. It's actually a great Very, look. very comfortable. No waistband as well. That's okay. the great thing about a jumpsuit. You see, no waistband. Did you buy that via an Instagram ad? Because I always get those drop crotch jumpsuits in my bloody feed. No. No, I got this in an actual physical store because That's I'm incredible. old and I don't understand the internet. <laughs> but boy, I love a drop crotch. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I understand. I feel like I've tuned into Richie on that. Here's a paradox, though, because he likes he wants his dream in life. This is with the discussion he had with um, Lucina when they went on their one on one date. His his dream in life is to have lots of space. He just wants lots of space, but also wants a tiny home, mm. characterized by not having much space. Mm. Yeah. So he's an enigma, wrapped in a scotch egg. <laughs> in private <laughs> um, he wrote a comic called Adventures of Seizure Boy uh, based on his experience having seizures um, this was a conversation he had with Lily and she then showed her hearing aids to him so they had a kind of like a medical issues mm. big reveal connection moment which was quite nice um, it's a beautiful moment Went on that one-on-one date with Lucina, climbed the big building. That tour guide, though, she was my fave so far. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that building awesome. is insane. It was crazy, wasn't it? it's so tall. Did you see how many buttons there were in the lift? Mm. It seemed like it was just made by a couple of, like, lads. <laughs> and it was so big and so tall and so, like, sort of rickety. Mm. Amazing. And she was amazing. She was great. Like, she's good heroes with the third bachelorette, I reckon. <laughs> she was so good. She was good. Um, so then after their date, Richie was a bit like, oh, I underestimated how much I'd get on with Lucina. Who do I like? Dun, dun, dun. Give me an egg. Okay, Mike B, the Olympic <laughs> sailor. He has a one-on-one date with Lucina. It's kind of awkward. They just they just wander about. That's their date. Yeah. Today we're just going to look around Buenos Aires. <clears throat> What's, he, yeah, what's up with him? I don't know. I don't know. I, he, There's a couple of competing hard theories. to read, right? Is it that he's just so good looking? He's never had to do anything before. He's never had to try. He's never had to vie for someone's attention or affection. That's the first theory. I don't think that's the right theory. I think he's just not into, he doesn't like being on telly. I, I, my theory is that he isn't going to, like, 
I think Lucina has this kind of probing, questioning style, and that every other guy, because they're, they're, they almost aren't concerned about whether they like Lucina, well, because, you know, obviously there's a lot to like. So they will bend themselves into whatever shape they think that mm. she wants. Mm. And he's going, no, I'm, I'm me. This is, mm. you know, so I won't, when she says, I don't, you know, I, I want a nice guy. And he says, nice is boring. He's not going to suddenly change his opinion on the concept of nice just because Lucina doesn't share it. So I, I feel like I quite admire that about him. Yeah. But, but I don't know whether Lucina is going to go for someone who, like she seems to like people who will supplicate their own mm. interests and personality to her, to what she wants. Like, mm. like Amog is the perfect example of that who's just like a bowl of treacle in front of her and basically a douchebag in front of the guys. Mm. But he's so good looking. Well, exactly. He is so good looking. He, so he should win. But that's a good thing. Like I think he's got quite a dry sense of humor, which I think she like she just goes right over her head sometimes. And I also, I totally agree with you, Duncan. I think that he, he's kind of bemused by the whole situation of this show. Um, dude's an Olympic sailor, right? Like, mm. and can ball. He doesn't, he doesn't need to be in a, in a hostel with Amog. Like, no, he's, he, I think he's kind of like, this is, this is kind of hilarious. He may not even, I feel like he's trying to convince himself, like, listening is like, she obviously, we, you know, I think she's perfect. Um, but the way he talks about her is he kind of like, it's almost like he's telling himself that as he's talking to camera. Like, yeah, she's, um, you know, she's obviously a really amazing lady and da da da. But I don't, it's not convincing. I just don't actually think that he likes her as much as she would like him to. Yeah. And, and she finds that rather than going, like, I want to convince you all that you should like me more she's like i don't think she finds it very attractive which no. is totally fair he's also barely had the chance to get to know her anyway right like it's because as soon as they sit down she's like do you want kids <laughs> you know like yeah. are you a homophobe <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i found out a crazy thing about mike in my in my uh, <laughs> productive google stalking of him apart from the chelsea winter thing he was nearly on mh flight mh 17 yeah what yeah, he was he on the flight before it, but guess who was on the flight after it? Me. What? 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 Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. Spiritual connection, right? Hang on. What do you mean? What? We flew out. The, we flew out on the next MH17, the next day. What? Me yes. and my mum. Yeah, we flew from Amsterdam to KL. Crazy, right? What? How is that not something? That, how are you <laughs> revealing that now? Well, I don't know. It's like what's what what. It's fine. No, it's not fine. <laughs> You've written about how you wore a hat to a panic at the disco concert. <laughs> like, how have you not written about the fact that you were like well, one day know. after, like you were on M817? Bloody yeah. hell. But day. also, you being being one day after, you're the person who who knew what had happened. Yeah. And brave. got on the next flight. Brave much. <laughs> Safest time to fly, though, eh? But yeah, it was crazy. There's all these news articles about because he was nearly on that flight because they had overbooked it by 20%. And though they pushed 20% of the people onto MH17, the one that the bad got one. shot down. And he, and he was lucky enough to get a boarding pass for the flight he was supposed to be on. It's fucking crazy shit. It's crazy shit. We were nearly on it, too, if I hadn't won an argument with my mum. I am so Because mom wanted to shook. fly 24 hours earlier because she wanted to have an overnight in KL. And I was like, mm. 
Have you ever been like, overnight somewhere? Exactly. I was like, we're going to want to fly all the way through. Trust me on this. We've been on this massive holiday. Let's just let's just power through. And I won the argument, so she booked the flight the next day and not the one. Wow. Crazy, right? How is this only coming out now? I don't know. What a podcast. <laughs> like, this is just oh, casual. Oh. That's some chuck that up the front in real news. Mm. Mm. But Mike's been through that, that that feeling as well. It's a crazy yeah support group. But then it's like it's not it's not any more as you know what I mean. Like you can go outside and nearly get hit by a bus. It's not any different, really. To no, it's quite different. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, yeah. It's plain for a start. Did you not? Were you not? Because <laughs> you must have known that it was went down like the day before. Were you? Yeah. Were you not freaked out when you got on the plane? Well, no, no, we were, and it was like there were like news cameras everywhere, like trying to interview us. Why didn't you go on the news? Are you sure you want to go? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) it's it's fine. Um, Fuck, I know some weird shit about you. I know you have ants in your toilet, mushrooms (laughs) growing out of your ceiling, um, that your mum calls you Stella, but I didn't know about this. There you go. Crazy, right? Also, you used to have a Scottish accent, didn't you? When I was a child. Did you? Yeah, I did. Got any tapes? Yeah, I did. Yeah, there are some tapes, actually. Get them them for the final pod, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, well, I don't even know how to come back from that. We'll talk about um, some more fellas shortly after this wee break in which we're going to inform you about your opportunity to become a spin-off member. Hello, beloved Corny. I've got some breaking news for you. You may or may not know we've launched the Spin-Off Members Program. This is a program that allows you, our readers, to contribute to the future direction of our coverage. If you become a part of our Members Club, you can support us hiring more journalists. You can tell us what you like, what you don't like about what the Spin-Off's doing, and you can also tell us what you'd like to see in the future. If you want more information on it, you can go to www.thespinoff.co.nz forward slash members. Hi, I'm Russell Brown, and I'll make a podcast for the spin-off called Actually Interesting. Those are also the initials of its topic, Artificial Intelligence, which is very interesting. You can find us on your favourite podcast providers or on thespinoff.co.nz. Whoa, what a great bargain. Amazing. Good deal, uh, thing to do. Tell you what, that tea towel is great for wrapping bread. Ah. If you're a baker out there. Keep your bread in the great spin-off tea towel because it's very I, large. I, I make <laughs> bread. Yeah, I do make bread and I do wrap it in a tea towel. Um, well, there you I go. Don't, I don't have a spin-off tea towel though. Well. That's all right. Um, <laughs> God, that was a long silence, wasn't it? Liam. It was. Sorry. Sorry. Liam. Where should are we, we going to go now? Should we get, go, go to Liam? Oh, I was leaving Liam towards the end because I really think he, this was his George? Should we go to George? We I was going to go George. to George. Just a pink top. That's kind of all I've got for him. He had a really big, a really bold pink top on. Um, Last awesome. pick, schoolyard picking. Mm. That yeah. was predictable and also sad. Brutal. Especially given that Liam got picked before him. There's a quote from um, Jesse about Liam. He picked him, even though I knew he was unco and I didn't want him on my team. <laughs> Lads, hey, we're so cool. Oh, man. And, and to be fair, Liam is just... Like, how can he be a surfer? Like, mm. how does he know which way to get on the, like, which side of the board you get on? Like, when he, that shot he did, missed by, like, probably oh, seven metres. It was one of the most fucked up things. Right. Honestly, off the back of his role in maintaining, not, nay, not just maintaining, but, <laughs> but reigning over the culture of the house, 
Mm. Uh, being just like a wise sage to everyone about everything. 100%. Him playing basketball <laughs> is 100% one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I could watch it all day. Just like chest passing from halfway down the court, from halfway, like Half just, court. just like at the general direction <laughs> of the goal, but no, no kind of like upward momentum or anything, just like but while just running, this. kind of leaping. It's just, it's actually a skill what he did. I don't think you could replicate that. Oh, <laughs> it's not going to get you any not. points, but it was amazing to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, now we, well, should we just talk about Liam then, seeing as we're here? Yeah, I reckon. Okay. Week. What's your what favourite Liam? Man bun or centre part? Centre part. Centre part. Centre part. Centre part all day. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I could do quite a good Liam cosplay. Yeah. Which I actually might execute before my time comes to an end <laughs> on this earth. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, that'll uh, be really good. Like, the bow tie, always a little bow tie, and just like the white shirt looking like a hospo guy. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> After finding a tiny little crack in the relationship between the oldies and the newies, he got out a, like a pneumatic drill and just like created this massive rift between everyone. And then the next day got an empty bottle and led um, a lovely mediation session. Uh, and everyone was trying not to laugh. You could see visibly everyone sitting around in the courtyard um, trying not to have a giggle, trying to take it very <laughs> seriously. He was very earnest. I really, really like Liam now. He's been on a journey, and now he's made his way into my heart. I love him. He's, he's such a weird guy. He's crazy weird. He's so weird. weird. Who yeah. would have thought in that first ever, like, package about him that he was going to be this guy oh my now. god just insane <laughs> i just thought he was going to be insufferable and he kind of is but i thought he's going to be insufferable in like the worst ways like really arrogant and cocky and i actually think he's just a he's i had a joel put it he's like he's like a bit of a not so smart guy <laughs> really trying to play the part of a smart guy of a wise old sage mm. yeah. yeah and i think yeah. I possibly, I'm paraphrasing to make it a little nicer than perhaps what Joel had said, but, um, you know, he spent a lot of time explaining the process, you know, talking about the process of how things should be done, about the culture. Uh, it's like, it's complete Lord of the Flies. Mm. And he's, who's the leader in Lord of the Flies? The talking, that, that, I mean, that whole scene, which we haven't discussed, was almost as good as the the um, burrito fight that preceded it. <laughs> just, just they're all, that, they're all kind of slump-shouldered, and they're all sunburned. Elliot's got a do rag on for some reason because <laughs> it's prison. <laughs> and and they're like hungover as all shit. Yeah. And there's nothing to do. There's no Panadol and there's no Netflix. They're trying so to light a fire. They have they? This, yeah, they're yeah. trying to light a fire just with to signal sun. for help. <laughs> and in the end, they just sit around in a circle. And did anyone? That bottle didn't move. Liam was like, <laughs> "Okay, if you've move. got the bottle, you can talk, and I I've will the <laughs> take the bottle from my cold dead hands." <laughs> also, have you? I don't know if you've picked up on this, but I don't think that Liam's talked about either of the girls for about four episodes. Like he's just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's in love. I think he's completely. With the he is. He's in love with the culture, and I think he's forgotten why he's there, and now he's made a new reason. We to all be have. Here. We all have. Like, you know, when you go to prison, you do one day, you do two days. You do the day you go in, the day you get out. And in the in between, it's just time. 
Like, this is just not a love show anymore. It's just a show about a group of men who've been taken to a very secure location and just abandoned to the wolves. But I feel like I don't even want to watch the dates anymore. I'm I'm kind of not interested in the girls anymore. Bless them. They're lovely. I'm really just, I'm knee deep in the culture. Yeah. <laughs> the psychodrama, right? It's incredible. I just want to watch the guys interact. Um, anyway. The uh, the at the cocktail party later that evening, Lily asks Liam what his take on was what his take was on the whole burrito bust up, and um, and that's when we had him getting getting earnest and accepting responsibility, a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was some top quality editing. Um, it was incredible. Jesse and who was Tavita. it? Tavita doing a hundred percent, hundred percent counter. I think they got it to like eleven or twelve. It was, it was so twelve. Good. And now, but so now that you hear it, like I don't know if you noticed on mass, the lads on mass say hundred percent all the they time. They do. Yeah, right. it's, it's the culture. <laughs> Um, what I thought felt was a bit unfair for poor old uh, was it Tavita and Jesse was or yeah. was that like Lily took it as them laughing at him opening up and and she, they didn't seem to really get an opportunity to respond it you know like yeah she has commented since I saw last night TVNZ have like posted that that isolated clip and it's just gone huge as you might expect and there's a comment from Lily which has got heaps of likes which is like a hundred percent misunderstood <laughs> this moment. <laughs> oh, God, Lily! So yeah, she would have just been like hearing men laughing at, <laughs> at her. And, and, and um, Liam op- opening up or attempting to open up is you know they had every right to just laugh at that because it's. Yeah. It's not the most well executed. So, but he's about as good at it as he, as he is at basketball. Okay, so that conversation yielded this great quote from Liam. Um, I'm disappointed in myself. I'm way too intelligent to get pulled into the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the gap between his real intellect and his self-estimation of his own intellect is so big. It's amazing. I love it. And there, it's like hard cut back to, would you rather have visible fuck? <laughs> Hey, but but actually, would you rather have visible farts or burps that smell like poo? Well, I tried to answer this before. I would think I think it's uh, burps that smell like poo. That's just what I think. Yeah, right. I think no. I think it's the you other way around. Because I think you can mostly find somewhere to go to do a private <laughs> fart, and then just try and but, get yeah. rid of it. Whereas I mean, the like, like like what's the visible? Is it like I'm imagining like kind of like green cartoon like Scooby Doo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you just sash that somewhere. <laughs> no. We're covered. We're doing I a lot disagree. Of I disagree. Right I'm with Alex. Burps that smell like poo. Assuming they but don't that, taste. Assuming they don't taste like poo. Burps that smell like poo. You can just like sneak one out on the train or whatever. Like. Oh no, you can't. This is the thing. Sneak one out. Or, or, or like after but dinner. But everyone's just going to think someone's done a fart. Which is no, like, but poo that, is different from fart. You know, I, know. I hate to... And, but it's not like, you burp up if, poo. It's just a smell. You, but if you're like at a, at a table and it just sort of slips <laughs> out, what if you just forgot that it did that and then it sounds like you've shat yourself? <laughs> or like what if you're like just no, getting no, to know here's someone? here's the thing. Duncan, it smells like someone has shat themselves. 
not necessarily you. I don't know. Wait, where are you man. getting the shit themselves from? Oh, I know. Like, okay. oh. You're embellishing. This is it was burps that smell like poop. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honour. Oh, anyway. They shat themselves is a lot more evocative than poop. It is. <laughs> but the visible thing, it's like, it's like you know how sometimes pools, <laughs> pools have that <laughs> thing in it where Straight if you ups. pee, it goes purple. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're up against. <laughs> You've got the visible. Fart, yeah, I just you know? want to have a. I want to have the question mark that someone's like, "Did you? Did someone fart?" And I just be like, "Yeah, it smells like it." <laughs> you know, and just not like this green sort of mist around yeah. you, an aura. Totally. <laughs> Basically, we just need a lot more information to make an informed choice. We do. We do. <laughs> Um, Liam has I don't know. I didn't notice it before. I'm not sure if you guys did, but the the tattoo, the circle tattoo around his tummy button. Mm. Tummy button lives here. It's not what it said. I mean, I don't know. So it's implied. <laughs> it is implied. Exactly. It's implied. And I feel like that told me a little something about Liam. I'm not sure what, but I hope to figure it out. Um, Terence. Terence is, is um, I feel like he's starting to come undone. Yeah. He went from this happy-go-lucky guy to this kind of like to everything's weighing on him a lot. He hates Jesse. Yeah, hates Jesse. I love it. Not happy with Jesse's apology, which, by the way, I kind of thought was fine. Well, it was a sort of a standard crap guy apology. Yeah, but everyone was drunk. <laughs> everyone was saying things they didn't mean. He came in, he apologized. I don't put it this way. I don't think that his apology to Terence was any less than it was to everyone else. You know, but Terence felt like it was a non-apology. Look, it's good that they don't like each other. It's useful mm. for the show. Mm. It is. But to Terence is yeah. He's he's not he's not happy go lucky, um, fun time McLong here. The way he used to be. Funny thing from the office, Catherine just figured out yesterday that Terence and Liam, she thought Liam was Terence with straightened hair. (laughs) She's been editing my power rankings for what, five weeks now? That's funny. Does she watch Uh, the show? Nah, God, no. (laughs) Um, Next on my list here is Logan, who I feel like I've got nothing on. Did Logan? Yeah, Logan. Quite a week. Nothing. They just went down the cheese shop and <laughs> stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll just Nothing move on. Logs. Move on from Logan. Logan. On to log Aaron. On. Log on. Then log on to Aaron. Um, log on, more like it. <laughs> how, is, how, how is that bike date that they went It was a group date that may as well have been a single date in terms of Lucina and Aaron. Mm. Like, you know. They they were in their own little bubble. They might as well have been on their own, just following each other around on their bikes, like puppies uh, in a puppy factory. Like puppies <laughs> in a puppy factory. <laughs> I really like how much they leave in of Lily trying to figure out what she's actually trying to say. <laughs> oh. She's like, "Oh yeah. no, go again!" <laughs> or like, "What is it?" I find it it's very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll keep trying to, trying to rephrase it, but she's she's mm. just so good at that. Yeah, yeah. Her in the moments are a real joy. Yeah. But um, um, what's going on? Is that a phone call? No, no, it's a text message. What does it say? Read it out. Nothing. No, 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 no. It's private. Whoa. Wow. Is it's it about? Private message. Drop crotch. Eggs. Drop crotches. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a private egg. Um, 
it was with her chat with with Aaron or around her chat with Aaron that Lucina said um, she can see so much of her dad and Aaron, which fucking. I mean, I get that you love your dad and that, but I feel like this is like quite a big part of her prerequisites is like someone like her dad. And that's why the the Mike saying that he found nice to be boring landed so badly with Lucina because mm. she described mm. her dad as nice. Like, my dad's really nice. Are you True. nice? Ah, oh, nice is boring. Um, ha- yeah. I. But she's just really into Aaron and mm. basically – is looking for reasons to, to discount men who aren't Aaron from the proceedings. So, it, you know... That, that, well, here's a question. Sorry to interrupt. You're Lucina's dad and you're watching this show. Right. And she says, I can see a lot of my dad and Aaron. How do you think Lucina's dad's feeling about that? <laughs> Cheaty, douchey, <laughs> yeah. alpha male of the group tattoo, <laughs> having weirdo... <laughs> Handsome though. <laughs> I don't even think he's handsome anymore. I'm, nah. I'm, he's, and he's 27. I just feel like I thought Is he was he older than that. He's only 27. That's crazy. That's crazy. You're, that's your age, right, Alex? 29, but it's all Whoa. Are you 29? What? What? Yes. 29. For God's sake. Oh my Whoa. God, no, I'm not. How are not? 28. You're 28. You're definitely. No, no, no. What? No, I'm 29. No, you're not. No, I'm not. No, you're I not. turned 29 this year. I'm 28. <laughs> oh my god! Oh <laughs> Senior moment though. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! No way! No, oh, you're 28. This is like bombshell after bombshell. Can you stop Jesus. it? Oh yeah, I turned 28 on the 28th last year. Golden, golden year. Golden B day. Golden B day. <laughs> oh. Okay. Champagne B day. What do you call oh, it? I thought you were talking about like the thing that washes your butt. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, cool present. Jay really went out. <laughs> went out on a limb this year. I'm going to be. Oh, God. Evacuate, evacuate. Oh. I'm going to uh, miss this. Oh, my God. Um, um, Aaron. Yeah. Okay. That's it. I think that's it. Oh, except for that bit, they made me really uncomfortable when he was like, I love this little sundress saying to Lucina. Yeah, why is that so young? I don't just clock that he's yeah. used his little line when he's like, have you seen you? He's yeah. said that twice now. He said that yeah, twice. That's, that's you can't, you can't do no. that, your movie magic. No. Twice. It completely undid the magic of the first one. When you do it again, it actually, yeah. it makes the other one, what we thought was a cute moment, gone. It really um, does. Um, there's one thing that we haven't talked about, which is Elliot with not telling written on his bum cheeks. Mm. Because it's just occurred to me now that someone else had to write that on his bum cheeks. <laughs> no, that was yeah. very well. The yeah. penmanship. Was, <laughs> bellissima. I do, I have to say, I do feel like given the culture of the house, mm. it, it's not an entirely ridiculous idea that someone in that house might have written that on his butt cheeks and been totally okay to do Oh, that. not at all. You'd yeah. have to fight them. They're fighting each other who, to do it. Who di- yeah. Who won the prize of being able to write it on his ass? I'm going with Steve. I'm going with Richie. Yeah, designer. Creative mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question. 
and I don't know if this is something that's even on the cards, but I'm hoping so. Alex, you may know, but you probably won't be able to tell us if there's going to be a, like a next season, going back to The Bachelor. If one of these guys is going to be The Bachelor, assuming they don't win, Ooh. you know how you know they usually pull from a previous season. I know we don't do that traditionally in New Zealand, but let's just say, just for fun, it's got to be Mike, right? It's Mike got B. to be Mike. Oh, like he might just the be promos. in there to be the next bachelor. That's a great call. Like they're yeah. just developing the character. It. Yeah. Yeah. But is he's he... not giving it heaps to be. That's honest. the problem. <laughs> no, but I, I think the issue is that he wouldn't. He's sort of indifferent to the process, and I think yeah. he'd struggle to be think, the lead. I think that changes when you when you have the offer on the table, though. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. But I mean, he might, he need, he'll need to pull it out and like give us some charisma. <laughs> he doesn't need to pull it out. Don't pull it out. Nah. Tavino no. be an amazing no. bachelor. What? No. You can't have a guy who's got like a potential hernia. Like he'll get it fixed. He'll be all good by then. Look, I'm just I'm excited about the prospect of just there being another season of this. Anyway, uh, I mean, that's it. It. or they could they could do a batch in paradise. Yeah. Imagine that. Get Where? all the boys back. All the blokes, mm. all the girls. Oh, my God. Chuck them on Waikiki. Oh, again. God. <laughs> that actually Girl, would be Girls from great. way back. Get bloody. Kerry know, Juice. Your mate. Chess mate. <laughs> Who's that lady? Natasha. <laughs> Ch- chess mate. <laughs> Don't take Poppy to Cowell Island, though, because she'll do a visible, visible farm. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> no. I love that the New Zealand version of The Bachelor, like the, the running theme is just farts. Yeah, the whole, the whole franchise. That's that. what, awesome. what ties it together. Amazing. I had to try. I went out to a nice dinner at a lovely restaurant the other night here in LA, like a, like <laughs> okay. a hot spot. Okay. Just letting I'm you know. This. Did you have one? <laughs> um, but <laughs> there were people there who were like like proper like Hollywood like an editor from what? like big movies and stuff, and they asked me about the New Zealand version of The Bachelor because we were talking. I, was, I asked someone at the table if they'd watched the latest episode of the US one and then my friend was like she does a podcast about the bachelor I'm like different bachelor but it's the New Zealand version and then they're like oh so tell us about it and I was like it's nothing like you've ever seen before (laughs) and you must find a way to watch it it was very difficult to explain and I was both proud and embarrassed all at once yeah, that's, that's that's a good feeling. That's that's Kiwi values. It really is. <laughs> Proud and embarrassed that all at once, and maybe doing a fart. It does summarise it National all, it? identity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, and on that note, pretty proud and embarrassed of this whole podcast as well, and its whole entirety. Mm. It's going to be uh, as we as, as we mentioned, it's going to be bloody <clears throat> going down in the ocean soon. So um, enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, hey, just one very quick thought on Matt. Are you guys still watching Mass AU? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, I am. Did you watch I the dinner party last night? I watched the dinner party. Oh, my God. Michael is... Michael. I've, he's like maybe the worst guy who's ever been on Mass. Oh. What and, happened at the dinner the party? I hate the geezer oh, as well. The, the oh, guy Richie executioner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so this Steve. is... The, the, can Steve. you just give me something oh, that happened at the dinner party? Because I've, I've watched ahead my, of Australian time. So Michael broke up two relationships Got the old spoon out. Yeah. And, um, oh, he's stirring, mate. Uh, really deliberately as well. And no, yeah. just like. No remorse. No, no, no remorse. Like, because like, Mikey and Natasha were so, like, besotted and it was so sweet. And he completely mischaracterized, like, a flippant remark she'd made out of excitement and just detonated what had been a lovely relationship. And his response wasn't, oh, maybe I've gone too far. It was like, as a smirk. 
Who yeah. is like yeah. a scum He basically went, oh, bag. that blew up way more than I thought it would, almost but almost in a way of like even better result than I imagined. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. horrible program that I okay. like. <laughs> yeah, I watched. Very happy. I think it's about to get crazy. But anyway. Based on Thank the, you, the, Tina. The Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Nando's. And thank, thank you, beloved Nando's, Nando's God. Oh. Um, yeah, we'll God see damn you, Warner Brothers, for <laughs> having a <good> <laughs> Their final movie. Eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They won in the end, didn't they? Bloody buried us. <laughs> All right. Um, see, you okay, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Kia ora e te iwi, te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.